you know, on the one hand, we can, we can come up to the prayer line when we have our prayer counselors here and we say, would you pray with me? I got a report from the doctor. I only have maybe a year to live. Would you stand in agreement? I believe God. I know he's a healer. And I believe God can move. But when you're going through marriage difficulty, you don't believe God can move. Will you pray for me? I need some strength. Because I'm about to kill somebody. <laughs> and I'm leaving. Well, we believe God can work. No, God. No, I, I've been, I done talked to God already. And, uh, and I believe he's in agreement with me. Now, we can believe that he can miraculously heal us, but we don't believe he can change men's hearts and women's hearts. This is Jerry G. Martin. If your marriage is being challenged right now, today's message is for you. And if you know someone who's been challenged, invite them to listen as well. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. We made a commitment before God. We have struggles. We have issues. We've got things we need to work on. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to let you know that now. I was talking to somebody this week, and they want to just leave the house, and they, they're not a member. <laughs> so you'll be looking around. And they want to leave the house and, and all kind of things like that. And I said, no, wait a minute, wait, wait. I know you're emotional, but let's take care of some business. Don't leave the house. You know, you leave, leave everything. I just thought all over. Then you're out there homeless. <laughs> Don't leave the house and be homeless. I just want to get out. But we get so caught up in our emotions, we just want to get out so fast, and you just you put yourself in a hole, fall so far back, and then you just, then you praying, Lord, I, sh- I should have uh, did something else. The biggest devastation of divorce is on the children. Children of the families that had marital distress had significantly higher disciplinary problems than children from families that reported a happy marriage. Children of unmarried mothers had a considerably higher amount of disciplinary problems in categories of learning and working with others in their schools. They have those emotional issues and all those stuff like that. See, we didn't have all this ADD and all this stuff like that when, they, when the two parents was at home. We didn't have ADD and what else they got? We didn't have that when I was coming up. They beat the ADD out of you. <laughs> Your daddy come in the house and say, now, what's, what'd your mama say was wrong with you? Nothing, I'm fine. <laughs> now, don't have me to come up to that school. Yes, sir. My son got a letter sent home about his conduct when he was in middle school. I went in his room and I sat down. I said, son, you are intelligent. Would you like to resolve this issue or would you like me to resolve it? He said, I will fix it, Dad. (laughs) Thank you. That's the only thing I had to say to him. He said, my dad comes in there. He don't know when to stop. Because I'll say, I'll come in your school, and I'll sit in your classroom, and I'll give you a beat down in front of your classmates. I don't care about CPS. I don't care about them. I'll send them the video. (laughs) So if you want to take care of him, you take care of him. But while he's in my control... Now, if you want to spend your money on him, spend your money on him. But while I'm spending my money, I'm not coming down there because he's clowning. Did you know that during the days of slavery, a black child was more likely to grow up with both parents than he is today? As recently 
it's not recent for some of you, it's, in 1963, quarters of African Americans were born into a family of married couples. Today, less than one-third of black children have two parents in the home. After looking at a few of the effects of divorce, destruction, and devastation, it doesn't take long to realize this fact. If God hates divorce, guess who loves divorce? Satan loves divorce. He must love it and use it to accomplish his long-range goal of destroying everything God has established. If God says, the purpose is for this marriage, I'm bringing this man and woman together so you can be fruitful and multiply and you can serve me, worship me, have godly offsprings, Satan says, I don't want no godly offspring. And the best way to usurp God's plan is to go and affect this couple so that they bust up and so the kids I have more avenues to reach the children. God wants them as a godly offspring. I want them under my influence. The battle is for the next generation. The battle ain't for you. It's for the next generation. That's, that, that's the whole spiritual uh, context of this battle. It's always for the next generation. When God put male and female together so that they can be fruitful and multiply and have a godly offspring, think about this. The enemy comes and says, let me put a male together with a male and a female together with a female and they cannot reproduce a godly offspring. If homosexuality is taken to its maximum uh, uh, capacity, there would be no more births. And God says, I have put you together so you can produce after your own kind. So it's not all about you and your happiness. It's about a purpose that God had put in you so that you can raise these kids so they know who God is. Oh yeah, your mother and father and grandmothers, they stayed together through hell and high water so that you can make it. But we don't care nothing about the kids or nobody else. I want to be happy. And you leave, you still ain't happy. He don't make me happy no more. Well, if you want some person to make you happy, you got an issue. You better be happy before you get married. Know who you are. Talk to my children. Know who you are. Be significant. Have some character about yourself. Have some direction you're going. Have some understanding. Don't wait for somebody else to come to make you happy. To make you feel important, to make you feel significant. Take care of that on your own. Soon as I get me somebody, <laughs> you know, my life is going to change. Yeah, it's going to change, all right. <laughs> you be praying for a mate, then you be praying to get rid of them. <laughs> when we do not have a good understanding of marriage and God's purpose of marriage, we are vulnerable to attack from the destroyer who wants to destroy the very fabric of the home that God has designed. Divorce has a ripple effect. It never just affects you and your spouse. The in-laws can become outlaws overnight. <laughs> it affects the children. It affects your friends. It affects those whom you know. The children grieve and often begin to do badly in school and other areas of their lives. Your money get messed up. 
You know, somebody was right when he said it is cheaper. <laughs> it is, this is for the young folks. They, don't, they ain't heard that. It's cheaper to keep her. If you are divorced, and many of you probably have been, or some of you surely, you may feel guilt and remorse about your past or current situation. But I want to tell you this, regardless of what has happened in your life, you may be divorced, but God has an answer for you. God forgives. You don't have to sit up in here and think, well, pastor says I'm committing adultery and all of this. But listen, if you done got married for the third time, you don't try to go back and undo all of that and get started over. Just say, Lord, I knew not what I doeth. Would you forgive me and move forward? God forgives. He forgives everything else. He forgives us in that. God wants you to respond to the challenges for the rest of us. If you are married, go to the Word of God. You have challenges, decide that we're going to work this out. There's influences in our lives. There are times when uh, as we grow, we get emotional issues. We get other influences. We get stuff, the things that we used to like, we don't like no more. And all of those kind of things. For whatever reason, the enemy will use anything to try to bring discord and to bring distance and to bring separation in your life. He'll use anything. That's why the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. There is an adversary. He don't want you to, to be together. He don't want you to be in harmony. He don't want you to be an example before other people that God can help you to work through all these issues. Everybody got some issues. I don't care how long you've been married and how nice you look in public. You got some issues. You might be a big man on campus and big man at your job. You get home, your wife says, shut up, take out the garbage. I don't want to hear you. Just take the garbage out. You left it in here last night. It's supposed to be out this morning. The garbage man done came and we still didn't get to go. <laughs> Brother, just take the garbage out. And while you're on your way out, say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, somebody going to get hurt. No. <laughs> no. So you could be doing good one moment and something to happen or whatever, misunderstanding. And the next thing you know, the enemy will pour gasoline on that fire. And you'll say things and do things that then you take you forever to look like to recover from those things. So you have to be on guard to protect what God has put together in your life. You got to be on guard. Remember, God has an original plan. He's looking for a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A holy nation. If you're married today, uh, you may have challenges in your marriage that are very, very tough. But God can help us to work through those. You know, on the one hand, we can, we can come up to the prayer line when we have our prayer counselors here. And we say, would you pray with me? I got a report from the doctor. The doctor says, I only have maybe a year to live. But I believe God can move. Would you stand in agreement? I believe God. I know he's a healer and I believe God can move. But when you're going through marriage difficulty, you don't believe God can move. Will you pray for me? I need some strength. Because I'm about to kill somebody. And I'm leaving. Well, we believe God can work. No, God, no, I've been, I done talked to God already. And I, and I believe he's in agreement with me. 
I believe God's in agreement. God's in agreement. I just need you to touch and agree. Now we can believe that he, he can miraculously heal us. But we don't believe he can change men's hearts and women's hearts. And we don't believe he can change our own heart. Half the time when you come with an issue, it's you. Half the time. You know why it's you half the time? Because you half of the issue. Sometimes one person will come and they have a, they just have a tremendous story. And I listened to it and I said, oh my goodness. And then when they leave, I said, well, I need to hear the other half. There's two sides to every story. Solomon says one person's testimony sounds good in the court until you hear the other person. So there's always influence there that you, uh, you have to look at and balance out. So, but God wants us to live in harmony and oneness and singleness of purpose. He put us together and he doesn't want anybody tearing us apart. This is Jerry G. Martin. Thank you for listening to our broadcast and our podcast. We've been bringing you a message that will hopefully be encouraging to you no matter where you are in your relationships with others. You may be single, you may be married, widowed, or divorced. I want you to know that God has his eye on you and God has his hand on you. And he is here to assist you with whatever you're going through in this day, in this hour. He has a purpose for your life. If you would like to listen to this message again, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message and previous messages that have aired on this station. You can also subscribe to this podcast and you will get notifications when new messages are released. I want you to know that when you're in the greater Houston area, you are invited to come and be our guest at The Light of the World. We are worshiping in person each Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. Again, that's 16161 Old Humble Road. We have an expectation for God to do some amazing things through the ministry and through the people of God when you come and worship with us. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. There are those of you who are still looking for books and Bibles, Sunday school supplies, or communion supplies. Call us at the Beacon Bookstore, 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.